After my dad died, he visited me in the most incredibly powerful way. I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't prepared for it at all. But I've learned something over the past, oh my gosh, I guess since the year 2000 was the first time that I had anyone visit me from the other side. It was my grandfather in 2000. It was plain as day. There was another person there. It was, oh my God, the communication that my grandfather had with me back then was mind-blowing. And thank God the person that was with me really knew what she was doing and was able to help facilitate the conversation, which was incredible. But that was the only time I had ever had any visitation from the other side. And then three years ago, when my mom died, I started to get these incredible visitations. And I found that if I created gateways, I call them, which is writing letters to them every day, encouraging them to come, uh, putting extra bird seed out, and all of a sudden we've got all these cardinals coming, you know, and it was a way for me to connect with my mom when she passed. And then when my dad passed, it was completely different. It was mind-blowingly different. I wanted to be there. I couldn't be there for my mom when she died. She died really quickly, unexpectedly. Well, I say quickly, she battled dementia for four years and the hospice didn't think she was going to go like the day she went. And all of a sudden she just decided that it was her time to go. My dad was quite different. He, uh, he was here for another year after my mom died. And what happened after he died was that I had a chance to spend time with him alone. And I got a chance to tell him everything in the world that I never got a chance to tell him. It was very intense. I apologized for a thousand things. I told him I wanted to be more like him. And I have become more like him. I still have a long way to go, but I've become more like him. But on the day that he died, actually the, 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 the morning that he died, I got into town late and I missed it by just a couple hours. And I was beside myself. I was just going nuts. And that night, it was a Saturday night. I'll never forget it. I laid on the hospital bed that was in his house where he was. And I just absorbed all of his energy. But I needed more. And the next day, Sunday, I ended up spending two and a half hours alone with my dad talking to him. But then what happened next was absolutely out of this world, mind-blowing. I'm sitting in a hotel bed. The TV is on. And all of a sudden, for some reason, something grabbed my attention to the left of the TV, and I didn't know what it was. And I, I, I don't, I can't tell you what I saw, other than it was just this fascinating form of light. I don't know what else to call it. It wasn't super bright. It wasn't sparkly. It wasn't anything. It was just this form of light. But the next thing that happened blew my mind. All of a sudden, there was like a freight train coming at me. There was so much power. So it was my father's love. And it was just overwhelming. I mean, I had just been looking on my phone at the photos I had taken of him, you know, in the casket and everything else. I wanted to record everything. And I'm looking at the pictures. And all of a sudden, I looked to the left of the TV. There's this light. And then this force came at me that was so freaking powerful. And at first, it blew me right back into the bed. It really did. The force and energy was so strong. And I welcomed it. I could sense it was my father. What made it even more bizarre is my father was not a demonstrative man. He was very quiet. He was very measured. He, he wasn't anything like this freight train coming at me, but I absorbed it. I loved it. I kept talking to him. I said, Dad, keep coming. Keep coming. I love you so much. I miss you so much. Keep coming. And he did. It probably only lasted 45 seconds. It, it felt like about six hours. When it ended, I went and ran to the end of the bed. I dropped to my knees. I put my hands in a prayer position. 
I looked at the head of the bed. I just started screaming to God, thank you. Thank you so much for allowing my father to visit me. Dad, thank you so much for coming. Dad, I missed you when you passed away. I didn't want to miss that moment. I wanted to be the one with my brother putting towels on your forehead as you went to the other side, but I missed you, Dad. And I am screaming on my knees on the bed. And then everything got calm. Everything calmed down completely. And I was able to get back up into the bed. I picked up my phone. I continued to look at the photos and there was no more of that intensity. I cried for quite a while and then I was at peace at some level. But there was still something really bothering me. I didn't understand why I had cried out so many times when my father was so sick that I couldn't be with him the last seconds of his life. I wanted it more than anything. But the time I spent with him on the day after he died, two and a half hours, was unbelievable. I cried hysterically. I screamed. I told him how sorry I was for things I did. I told him how much I loved him. And then the next morning, at 6.30 in the morning, Monday morning, I was awoken. I jumped out of bed. I pulled the curtains aside. Syracuse, New York, cold as hell. Beautiful sun coming through at 6.30 in the morning. And all of a sudden, I got a message. And it was clear as day. It went like this. My son, we know you wanted to make your father's passing, but your emotional intensity was too much. We wanted you to have your private time with your father. But if you came and did what you did yesterday for two and a half hours, which we believe you would have, while he was alive, you may have paused his passing over. You may have created some emotional upset within him. He may not have wanted to leave. He might have fought dying. But we allowed him to peacefully pass. And then we allowed you to have your special time with him. He heard everything you said. Please don't feel bad that you missed his actual passing because you got a gift greater than we could have ever given you in any other way. The gift of two and a half hours with your father. And then last night, when you felt the freight train, that was your father thanking you. My father's only visited me a couple times. My mother's visited many times in three years, but my dad only a couple. This was the most profound. It opened my ears, my eyes, my heart, my mind to the reality that life is eternal that it never ends, that we can continue to contact those friends of ours, the parents and loved ones and family members that have passed over. And now I teach people how to do what I was able to do. And I'm not anything special, but I teach people to set up the gateways to write to the person that's passed over on a daily basis and to invite them into your life, invite them, ask them to give you signs After my mom died, a female cardinal that had never come to my bird uh, feeder started coming. After my dad died, male cardinal started coming. I mean, these things you can't make up. And there's been more and more signs. I'm an extremely emotional man, sometimes overly emotional. And I've found myself in certain circumstances. Since I said to my dad I wanted to be more like him, that I'm calmer at times. 
I'm more measured at times, not all the time. I have a lot of work to do to catch up to the man my, my dad was. But I have a role model to follow. And I have an experience of a freight train I'll never forget. If you'd like to connect, if I can help you at all, visit talkdavid.com. Let's talk. There's also four books there for free. I believe so strongly in what I'm sharing with you. Life is eternal. Those on the other side can visit us. Many times they do, but we're just not aware of the signs. Look for the signs. Appreciate them. But first, welcome them in. If I can help you at all, go to talkdavid.com. I'm David Essel. (laughs) Have a beautiful day.